ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the next episode of Final Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Vinyl Stallions. <laughs> Woo! We are kicking off the first album review series of 2024 with albums from Ohio-based bands. Yes, the big OH, right where Klepp and I are from currently reside and yeah this is going to be a fun one to dive into again it's artists that are born in ohio that started out here and the list goes on and on forever and ever and we had to decide which one are we going to kick off today none other than the boys from down in cincinnati the isley brothers the three plus three released in 19 19- 73 oh yeah this album is just ridiculous um i mean just one of the best uh albums in this genre really um but yeah the isley brothers they are from lincoln heights ohio which as spruce said is just right outside of cincinnati um yeah one of the more, I guess, well-known bands in that soul, funk, old-school R&B space. And, yeah, they weren't from Detroit. They're from good old Ohio. Yes, they were. And uh, so that original uh, trio consisted of the brothers O'Kelly Isley Jr., Rudolph Isley, and Ronald Isley in 1950s just setting the pathway for music to come. And again, so many of these songs are covered and sampled and just relevant throughout all of basically just modern-day music history. Um, But we can't uh, forget uh, Vernon, who was also the fourth brother that came into the picture as well. But yeah, it, it paved the way for a lot of music beats and things that are modern to us nowadays. And and there's also, so on this album specifically, there are five of the personnel have the last name Isley. And then there's another gentleman named Chris Jasper. Wow. So I'm just uh, catching up here. Um, so, they're, so they rose to their prominence in 1959 with their fourth single, Shout. Um, which is insane to think about that that song was released in 1959. It uh, obviously set the way for just how to get down at weddings and (laughs) all the above. But we find ourselves here with this album that Mr. Klepp chose. Again, 3 Plus 3 in 1973. It's their 11th album release. Klepp, why'd you choose this one? Number one, I've got it on vinyl, and it's not even like a great copy. The album is just so good that it's like, I think I paid 20 bucks for this used copy. It's an original pressing, and it's like decently beat up, honestly. Um, 
it's just kind of hard to find. Um, the album itself is amazing. Nine just fantastic tracks. Um, and yeah, like I said earlier, I think it's just like kind of one of the more iconic albums within this genre. You know, there's a lot of good artists in this genre, a lot of good albums that came out of it. And I think this album in particular is one that can stand up against any. Absolutely can. And uh, so I'm reading up here that it, this is, so this is the first album uh, from the Isley Brothers that officially included six members instead of the standard three. Okay. And it was recorded in the uh, record plant at the same time as Stevie Wonder was recording Inner Visions. And, in fact, they walked in on him recording Don't You Worry About a Thing uh, during that same <laughs> period, which is hilarious because we've talked about that song so many times on here as well. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, incredible album. It's If you don't know it off the top of your head, Stampede, I'm sure you do because you're this far into the episode, but... It's just a banger after banger after banger, and I'm ready to dive in. All right. Well, let's kick it off with the first track then, which is That Lady. And it's not just That Lady. This contains That Lady Parts 1 and 2. And so that leads into an interesting discussion, Spruce, because so like right here, like on the actual vinyl, like it just says that's it just says that's Lady. The parts 1 and 2, what I found out later, the part 1 is just like the single version. So if this song comes on the radio, it's close to four minutes but it's you know three minutes and change and of course you know what they neutered the ripper guitar solo at the end and so that ripper guitar solo is the part two so that's that's like the difference basically the single version is part one everything after where they cut the single is part two and of course like typical radio decisions they cut the best shit like without fail dang dang that is annoying um and it's interesting especially with like again that ripping guitar in part two uh so guitarist Jimi hendrix uh actually had supported the isley brothers on their tour in the mid 60s and ernie isley had been studying strongly or he, he was basically studying kind of how hendrix was playing and uh, he spoke about that solo with just the sustained carrying, the soft fuzz distortion throughout that whole thing, and it's damn well evident. Um, and I, don't, I thought that was a f fun little fact because, hell, it could be Hendrix ripping that thing. It is an absolute party. Yeah, and that, honestly, that checks out. So the Isley Brothers, they actually did a album in 2016 with Santana, so like there you go of course no no surprise that another legendary guitar player would be intrigued by what they're doing absolutely well we will continue down the path to number two 
Don't let me be lonely. Woman say hello, hello, hello. Show sure not good to see you. And who is this originally by, Mr. Klepp? Oh, it's a cover. It is. I did not know that. Because, yeah, there's a couple other covers on this album. And I, I honestly kind of thought that once I like got towards the end of the album, I was like, I wonder if any of these other songs are covers and I don't know it. So here we yeah. go. I, well, I do not know who is the original artist. Well, the song was written and performed by the American singer-songwriter James Taylor from his 1972 album, One Man Dog. Ah. I know this is the James Taylor you uh, aren't too familiar with as JTQ, but Mm -hmm. he is the one who uh, penned to paper this shit. Well, he did a great job because, yeah, it's a good tune, nice kind of cool slow jam yeah it is it's i mean ballad of beauty it's very just sensual and ah like so many of these songs man are just engraved in your head and just represent the 70s and what they were in those early stages it's awesome but We'll go down to number three. If you were there. Three minutes, two seconds. This one is like very funky and fun. And I mean, that lady is pretty danceable too. Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight is like a little bit slower and then they're right back to it. If you were there, just like very danceable and more upbeat. I mean, just right at the beginning, those synth sounds are just wacky Mm -hmm. as hell. And it's goo funk. I mean, that's what it is at the end of the day. They just took these and then Outkast sang over them. It's goo funk. (laughs) (laughs) go listen to uh vinyl roulette 3.0 if you want to get that reference Mm -hmm. and trust me you want to get that reference on a p on a p but yeah no this is a complete just funk uh track and uh yeah well placed as well after the first two And we're not talking about Aerosmith with the next track. We're still talking about the Isley Brothers, and we're walking your way, not this way. Three minutes and eight seconds. What do you mean, vibes, baby? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the piano, I think really drives this one and also like the kind of like back and forth if you will that's going on with the vocals that is really cool and a really nice touch yeah i was honestly going to comment on that as well like it's 
harmonies, obviously, but it's the, yeah, like you said, the back and forth calling and uh, fills just the space in between. It's very, very well done. Yeah, they're, like, using different voices for, like, different types of singing, and it's just, like, I guess in the mix, too, like, the way it's panning, like, from one ear to the next is also, like, pretty cool. Absolutely. And want to know what? You always got to ref- uh, respect the fade out. Mm-hmm. Respect that comes you back. Comes you. Comes you. I don't even know what I'm saying right now. It makes you want to come back for more. And vinyl check. This is, uh, oh, no. We, we do got have, one more. We have one more before the flip. And we have an absolute ripper of a song that is, yes, a cover. Listen to the music. To end the A-side. I did know this one. I knew this one was Doogie Brothers. I've actually seen the Doobie Brothers live. And guess who they open for? Hmm. Santana. 2019. I could see that. The Doobie Brothers are so interesting to me because it's like some of their stuff is like almost like old school country, like has like fiddle and like a bunch of strings and stuff. And then some of their stuff is like funk and like soul. And I'm like, what is this band actually? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't really know too much about them. Just know the hits and got down with them on a summer night at Blossom. But here's something interesting. So we have, again, two covers on this first side. Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight and then Listen to the Music. And Mm -hmm. both of those songs were released in 1972. So just the year before this came out. And which is interesting because normally when you think of someone covering someone, I mean, you think it's a song from way back when or just at least a little bit later on, not just a year where it's like maybe still fresh with people. Yeah, um, it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah, well, I guess from that top ten covers episode we did, I do remember. Yeah, like Janis Joplin, me and Bobby McGee, that was like same deal. It it came out like a year or two after the Chris Kristoffs or or Chris Kristoffs <laughs> version. Dude, it's funny. Yeah, so we're. They just heard it on the radio, and we're like, it's good, but I could do it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it should have a little thump-thump in it. And Listen to well, the music. Yeah, I guess, like, so with this one in particular, like, the Isley Brothers, like, really slow it down and, like, really funkify it. Like, the Doobie yeah. Brothers version is really good, and it's, like... Just, like, a little more catchy, upbeat. Like, you could tell it's more for, like, radio. And Isley Brothers were like, no, we're going to turn this into, like, basement funk. And we are getting down with the funk until that needle wears out, lifts up on its own. And then you got to go over there and flip that thing. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, those first five tracks make up the A-side. And we will flip it over right now, put down that needle, and we are hit 
with the sixth track, which is what it comes down to. This one is such a groove. And yeah, there's a lot of emotion in this song. Maybe more so than like any other song on the album. And yeah, just has like kind of like a crazy ending. I mean, these are some of the wackiest tones out of a synthesizer I've ever heard in my life. I mean, Mm -hmm. just the evolution of it. I mean, it this is new it's new in the early 70s they're probably mind-blowing we've heard some wacky fucking noises throughout the years into edm music like imagine for the first time being like true yeah and it was before like synths really became mainstream in the 80s yeah it's it's interesting indeed but that kicks it off again on that B side, and we go into number seven, which is one of the most popular ones from the Isley Brothers, Sunshine. And we find out that this is another cover from country folk artist Jonathan Edwards and released in 1971, two years before it. I was just going to say that, yeah. Um, Another one that I didn't realize was a cover at the time. Um, I've not heard the original version. The Isley Brothers version, great bass intro, and then sort of creates this spooky vibe. Like, I know... If I were to show this song to my wife, Gabrielle, like she would be like, turn this off at least for the first minute. <laughs> Cause it's just like, yeah, it just creates like this kind of like funky, spooky vibe, but then it does pick up and get dancey and yeah, it has like a really nice, just kind of like jam out at the end. Absolutely. And, um, fun fact about the OG version. So, again, this was on Jonathan Edwards' debut album released in 1971. The single reached number four on Billboard Hot 100 chart. And the song, Sunshine, was not originally planned for the release. But when his engineer accidentally erased the masters of the track called Please Find Me near the end of the sessions, Sunshine was used to fill that hole. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Probably thinking mr edwards is thanking that engineer for years on years (laughs) that's so funny when you hear about like deleted or lost tracks from like i mean even in the 2000s like green day supposedly has an entire album that never got released and they don't even think it was deleted they think somebody like stole it basically from the studio um And it's just, like, interesting because nowadays that would, like, never happen. A lot of it's stored on a cloud or, like, there's a gazillion backups. And it's, like, nothing is ever fully deleted now. 
and then it brought us America on a hot. Yep. Well, we will continue to number eight on this fine, fine record, which has me. Oh, sorry. Shoot, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm still looking at Mr. Jonathan Edwards' track list over here. We will go into one very familiar with the Stallions, Summer Breeze. Mr. Klebzig, why is this familiar with the Stallions? So I think we'd have to scroll back to, what would it be, Vinyl Roulette 3.0? Yeah, the one we were just talking about. Yeah, where, yeah, we got a Seals and Crofts album, Down Under, and while this song was not on that album, this song is originally by Seals and Crofts. That album that it's off of is also called Summer Breeze. And big Seals and Cross fan now. Oh, More yeah. of a Cross guy, but we'll let Seals in sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, I mean, this is the, like, like when I heard this song, I mean, this peaked, song reached number six in Billboard Hot 100 chart in the U.S., in 2013, it was ranked number 13 in Rolling Stone's Best Summer Songs of All Time. I mean, this was their hit. And when I think of this song, I think of this version, which is something powerful to do. That is interesting that you say that. I, I still, my mind still goes to the Seal and Crofts version first. But I still, this song does get radio play, like this Isley brothers version i think for me it's yeah just because i love seals and crofts <laughs> but um this is also 1972 so three of these covers are from 1972 just a year before and then one of them sunshine is from 1971 so yeah like you were talking about earlier spruce is just very interesting like how recently they're putting out a new version of the song. Yeah, it is very, very interesting. But we've worked our way all the way down this album now as we reach the ninth track. And this wraps up this bad boy with the highways of the love. It's just like making sure I it's so good. I mean, beautiful piano. Listen to this shit. <laughs> and no, it is not a cover. It's originally written by the Isley Brothers, and it was released actually in 1974 as a single from their album 3 Plus 3, which is so interesting in my mind how, again, I guess we're trying to do that here on Vinyl Stanley's with episodes reviving. And they certainly did that, releasing this in 1974. interesting yeah um it's a great way to end the album too like it's kind of slower and more ballady at first but like a lot of the songs on this album it really jams out at the end and just kind of puts a ribbon on top yeah i mean that piano at the beginning is incredible 
and then yeah, when the music kicks in, it just I don't know, perfectly, perfectly ends this album. And I don't know, is this the Isley Brothers like most popular album? That's a good question. Um, I haven't really dove into too many more like full albums of theirs, but it uh, it's got to be up there. It's definitely the one I know the most. Um, I'm going to see that cover, and I'm like, yep, no skips. So it is not. So their most popular album, as far as like sales go, would be "The Heat Is On," which was their thirteenth studio album. That's from 1975. So two albums later. That's insane. 13th album is your most like just don't stop people like that's all this can tell you. Just keep going. Yeah. And that album made it all the way up to number one on the U.S. charts. Made it to number one on the U.S. R&B charts. This one, three plus three, made it all the way up to number eight on the general two on the R&B um so yeah and i guess yeah that other one the heat is on it's the only one that made it up to number one and one oh except for i guess a 2003 album body kiss but that one did not sell as much interesting well club a fantastic choice for our first ohio born band to dive into and yeah, unbelievable the talent we have here in the state, not just in mm-hmm. the past, but right now, so many good local bands, so many middle-tier bands as well that I didn't realize were originally from, from here, and I see them on festival lineups, and then, boom, do your research, and you find out that they're from Akron, they're from Waterloo, they're from anywhere down in Seabus. Like, it's... Uh, state ready to explode with great music and variations of it so john we're here legend to break them down yeah and well yeah like we're here Dayton. to break them down so if you have any uh suggestions throw them in our comments or just set us up because we're open to anything spruce what was your top three so my top three number three is gonna have to be summer breeze Number two is going to have to be the highways of my life. And then number one, whether it's on the vinyl or not, is that lady part one and two. And if it doesn't have two, I'm going to send it back. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Mine's pretty similar. And mine is just like the most basic bitch, like, Top three there is, but I'm going Summer Breeze, listen to the music, and that lady. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, you could be basic as you want, kind of choosing any of these songs for the most part, because they're so damn good. Everyone knows. They really are. Yeah. Um, three plus three. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Kicking off. What is this? Like our fifth? album series we've done two women's we've done john Frusciante. we've done debut albums and icon so this is our sixth i think yeah. so 
It Unless is. We're forgetting. Six. Oh wait, the homies. The homies. Yeah, where we got a bunch of friends yeah. on and had them pick an album. So this is our seventh album review series. I think so. We're crazy. We're crazy. <laughs> we're keeping well, them coming. Hope you enjoyed it, and uh, again, if you have any suggestions for this or any future kind of series, uh, we're open to everything. So we'll look out. You'll look out. And I'm Spruce. I'm Clap. And this has yet again been another incredible episode of Vinyl Stallion.